Hello, everyone. I am so excited to welcome you to our full spoiler review of the movie Us. And before we even get into the spoilers, though, I wanted to give Christian and Haley the opportunity to give your non-spoiler opinions, because everyone knows what I thought based on the South by Southwest uh, review that I did. So whoever wants to jump in first, just generally on the surface, what do you think of us? Ladies first. All right, all right. Um, so I love. No, go ahead. Oh snap! What a <laughs> what a lovely. We're in a triple box, so if I keep going like this, I'm trying to make it accurate, like I'm looking at both of you. Oh, I- <laughs> that's why. That's not what, what you're doing. Yeah. That's what happens when you have a production guy in here. Uh-huh. I'm going to try to stay still. Big the whole mistake time. won't yes. happen again. Your thoughts on the movie? Uh, my thoughts on the movie: very strong. I like it a lot. I am not as quite as insane about it as the early buzz out of South by was, but I, I think it's a super good, very strong follow-up that's technically exceptional on pretty much every level. Jordan Peele really has such a brilliant hand with filmmaking, and if you had any doubts that it was a fluke, it is certainly not a fluke. The man knows his way around a camera. Gorgeous. Uh, the actors, I don't even know what to say. They're all so good. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you're doing, Lupita, I don't know what the word is for it because there is no word for it. It's it's banana pancakes. <laughs> and um, super creepy. I think it's maybe creepier, scarier than Get Out, but not as thematically concise, which is where I, mm. I draw my most issues from is I haven't fully come down on what I, I think – it means as much. Mm, mm-hmm. But I, I sure really enjoyed the experience of watching. It is viscerally super effective. Yes, I agree. Nice. That's it. Everything <laughs> you said. No, I really liked it a lot as well. Um, it, it's sort of hard like seeing a movie like this, especially when Peel came out with Get Out, because that's going to be in the back of your mind. Okay, okay. is it going to be as good as Get Out? Now, that's not what he's trying to do with this movie, obviously. He's just trying to tell a horror movie. And as a horror movie, it works on almost every single level. Uh, I liked I liked it a lot. I had issues with it. But at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm like still going back and forth whether or not I would actually watch this more than Get Out. Because there are just certain things about this movie. I'm like, okay, because I had a lot of fun in it. I didn't think it was scary. I thought there were great tensional moments, especially in the in the first half of the movie. Um, but once it starts to get going, it almost, I don't know, it, it has like an action feely sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. But but like it's still, it's still got that theme of, of, of horror all throughout. I thought uh, obviously the performances are really great. Um, the overall vibe of the movie reminded me of if, if like Hills Have Eyes and Vacation had a baby, like this would kind <laughs> of be it. Obviously, because it, it, it teeters that line of horror and comedy so well, and horror and comedy are the only, like, at least for me, are the only two genres that fit so well together, and especially with Jordan Peele, because I, I've been watching him since like Mad TV, and obviously through Key and Peele, and seeing him where he is then like a, a, a man that was doing these silly sketch comedy videos to like auteur horror filmmaking is incredibly inspiring to me and the fact that this is his second movie and, he, and it's more of a straightforward horror film it, it again it's hard for me to decide like okay what do I want to watch now do I want to see this this heavy themed uh, uh, social racial uh, issued movie with Get Out or this movie that is more of a fun ride you know I don't think like his staple of like a, a statement is is 
not I don't want to say not stronger because I think a lot of the things work in this movie, but Get Out was definitely like a statement. This one was like I'm going to make a horror movie. I think the way you described it is the way that I'm kind of thinking about it compared to Get Out. Is mm-hmm. Get Out was concise. This is not, and I don't yeah. think that was ever his intention from no. the very beginning. And I think that's why this one has kind of like dug itself into like my head and my psyche, and I've kind of been yeah. like obsessing over it ever since I first saw it. Is because. It's not a movie that gives you any easy answers, and I think it has meaning on so many different mm-hmm. levels. And I still, even after two viewings, I can't decide what I'm latching on to mm-hmm. more so mm-hmm. than anything. So whereas, you know, Us had a very definitive end to it and a very definitive twist to it, mm-hmm. this one kind of takes you in a million one directions that we're going to get into right now because I'm flipping the spoiler switch. This is it. Spoilers from here on out. You have been warned. Do not watch this if you haven't seen the movie. Get out of here. Then... Go see it. Come back later and then watch us talk about it. I said get out of here. (laughs) Good thing we have you here for the comedic relief. Yes. Um, So jumping into the spoilers. um, Oh, boy. Where to begin on this one? Because it was my second viewing, I noticed so many more things Mm -hmm. than I had caught before. And I know it's a very bold word to use, and I've already gotten a lot of crap for using it. But the whole time I sat there watching it, I'm like... This is a fucking masterpiece. Mm. Like in in my head, when you see how his brain is operating on a high level in every single department and how it all comes together, mm. and really, there is next to nothing in any of these frames in the entire movie that has no meaning. Down mm. to the daughter's shirt, which I was talking to uh, I was talking to Angie Han at the beginning of the movie, mm. and she had noticed that the word on the daughter's shirt yeah. means rabbit. Mm-hmm. Everything in <laughs> yeah. this movie has meaning, and. I thought it all came together on the second viewing so, so well. But the one thing that I think stuck with me more so than anything is that when I saw the first when I saw the movie for the first time around, I was very much experiencing it through Adelaide's perspective as Mm -hmm. though she was not the tethered version. Mm -hmm. So I got it from that standpoint. And when you go back in and you rewatch it, it's almost like he is forcing you to experience something from somebody else's uh, perspective. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen a movie like, so wholly consume me and and basically force me into another, experience the same exact story, but firmly in another character's shoes. And I was, my mind was honestly blown by that sensation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree, too. And when you said shirt, I thought you meant the thriller shirt. I was like, whoa, that was badly timed. (laughs) Um, but uh, it was it was hard because that that opening scene uh, when the little girl I, I don't know the actress's name the one who plays uh, Lupita Nyong'o's uh, younger self Madison uh, Curry Madison Curry check her out she's great she's on youtubecom Madison Curry uh, it's not true at all but um, she's 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 really great but in that moment in the back of my head I could not help like okay. Is is it because I didn't I didn't hear anything about this movie I stayed away from trailers and mm-hmm. all social media reactions as much as I could and I didn't hear if there was a twist or anything so I kept thinking in the back of my mind I was like okay there, there's going to be a switch at one point and even when the doppelgangers they're called the tether right yes when they when they first showed up okay at one point is there going to be someone that is like the the twist is like one of them is actually you know that the 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 tethered person and i kept thinking okay the mom is the center i didn't necessarily think that that end twist where she was the one that 
choked up the the real one and switched at the last second. But I was like, something's gonna be there. So I, uh, that's on me though. That like having that in the back of my head and looking out for the signs, whether or not the the, the tethered version fixes up her hair or does something. Because there was even at one point there was like a swatch of blood on her face. I was like, oh, is that like a cut? Because most of them have like weird design mm. cuts on them. So I kept thinking of little things like that. But I think like the overall world building, I guess that he's doing in this movie with the underground thing, I think it would have worked so much better if all that wasn't necessarily explained because I all this the the, the opening of the movie is the uh, the text and it's like there's thousands of mil- millions of tunnels on the ground like oh cool interesting and then once they showed up to the house okay it was like all right cool we're a small story it's happening in this one house but then you realize this is a worldwide phenomenon, or at least a United States phenomenon. I don't know if it was like a worldwide thing. And be like, oh, this is even creepier. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm sold. Don't explain anything to me. And then they get to the scene inside underground, and then she starts going, like, no, stop it. Stop, stop, stop saying stuff. And then, but it does have the payoff when the tethered one that was switched at the beginning, the little girl, and you realize, oh, this is really fucked up. This is a really... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse. The, I this already is a really, said the F word. Did you? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. I don't remember. Uh, it, it's like a really, really messed up story. So that's like the only issue I had with it. it, it it's just the exposition dump. It was just like, oh, we don't, I don't really need... Because it's scarier not knowing what they are. But at the same time... The, the 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 twist of her being the tethered being the in the family the entire time is a little bit of that payoff that I enjoyed. This is sort of like you're touching on two things I wanted to talk about. One of which is uh, the t- tying the feds, threads together. Myself was more interesting than when they were ultimately tied together, and I just mm. don't know that I love the way that was done. But mm. I've only seen it once, and I may change right. my mind. Yeah. However, when it comes to seeing it from two different perspectives, I'm not going to have that experience because I thought that it was extremely like told in the beginning that she was the other girl like i actually watched the movie assuming that's what was happening i got it in the middle i think the thing that that kind of tipped me off to the point where i really started to think she was the other person was uh the part where she deals like the last death blow on one of the (laughs) twins yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's that's, when i was like oh i'm right Mm -hmm. that's the point where Um, i was like a little more you know firmly mentally willing to switch over as soon as the mom said i just want my daughter back i was like oh it's the Mm. other girl uh see i didn't even think that when when she started doing the i was like okay well there's some kind of like psychic connection between them like is it bleeding even when she kills her tethered self and she was like breathing really heavily i was like okay she could be the one the original one the entire time or like her consciousness transferred Mm -hmm. over to her but then that would mean if they killed the other family members their consciousness would have changed to them but again that's throwing me off completely so the, the twist got me just a little bit but it was still like in the back of my mind that entire time but that's great that you saw everyone in perspective. I saw it. You right. saw it. Like, yeah. all these, that's that's well, what's really cool about this movie. This is, is the greatest whether thing. Whether he's like, planning that or not. And know? as much as we all want you know, easy answers to everything, there's stories in real life that don't have easy answers. And yeah. I think there's teams, there are themes that uh, Jordan Peele is tackling that there is no easy uh, <laughs> answer or solution to. And that's, that's the main reason I why I am so fascinated by this movie. I don't think it's quite fair to say that my criticism is that I want an easy answer. Oh, no. I didn't mean it like, directed okay. at you. <laughs> That's not because I, I do want things to make sense in a way that I can wrap my ha- head, hands, whatever, wrap something around it. <laughs> but um, like I, I agree with you saying like he's touching on themes that don't have easy answers. There's no easy way around it. But mm-hmm. um, 
that was the same thing for Get Out, but mm-hmm. I still understood completely like what he was going for there. Whereas I walked out of this definitely for like a half hour going, what? Mm. I don't even like not even just in the sense of like what is actually happening in the story, because I think that's fairly well explained, as you said, yeah. almost possibly over explained. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can start to pick things out like, OK, if if. This thing, if they were cloned and there's like this, the government's doing this, then where do they get all these clothes? Where do they do all these things? It's like, <laughs> why do they shut this down? No, it, where it, you can start depicting yeah. all these tiny little details, but that's not the point of the movie. Like, you, you, that's all sort of mythology that he's built up in this world that I think you can brush aside because the main story is the family element of it and, and her journey. But in even general. when you dig into that explanation and that, that part of the story, like, she's essentially an unreliable na- narrator because totally. she wasn't birthed. And, and that's that's part of the reason why I love that exposition dump, because who knows what value what she's saying really has, because she wasn't born in that facility. And really, every single thing that happens in this movie represents how things are passed along from generation to generation, possibly changed. You make the same mistakes over and over again mm-hmm. with the hands across America. And then the idea that that is kind of like a like a plan that never even pans out, because one of the last things she says to her son at the end, is like, don't worry, it'll all be fine now like could you imagine if everything red went through her entire life to get out of that out of that tunnel system Mm -hmm. and get her revenge was all for nothing and it Mm -hmm. winds up going right back to normal for the people who were living above ground the entire time yeah that sounds like america that sounds like Mm -hmm. probably the point exactly yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and it says a lot about you as a human being in general that because there are two of them that duality or or that sort of your your inner demons or your inner like that whole conversation she has when the whole family's tied up and she's talking about the shadows and having to do everything that they had to do just so it was like oh this is hitting deep like because I wasn't really expecting so much of that I was expecting so much more of the straight horror film but like okay cool we have these sort of elements of like your inner self and like who you really are as a human being and I thought that was really interesting it's so sad to think about the tethered being connected to people above, especially when you get to scenes like, and this is another thing I was talking about with Angie last night, because we decided to stand in the parking lot for a while and talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, the scene where Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss is putting on the uh, the lipstick. Oh, I mean, that's great. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy to think how many times in her life she probably did that and how many times in the tethered one's life that she probably had to do that with nothing. Mm. Like, just going through that motion and never getting the satisfying sensation of actually being able to look at yourself yeah. in the mirror or even just like feel the lip gloss hitting your lips it's it's like those tiny little fulfillments that she's had because she was mirroring that the entire time and it's almost like a a nice little arc for her like she's coming full circle and i even think her and tim heidecker's performance as the the red versions of themselves were a lot better than because like when i i like i got what they were going for when they were just themselves Mm -hmm. and they were like the rich snobby people (laughs) but tim heidecker's movements when when he was just and then he was just like moving around like a crazy little creature. I thought was just like the most interesting and creepy thing. I quite enjoyed that sequence across the board. The use of movement in this film was oh, spectacular. Yeah. I'd be curious to know if they had a choreographer on set. Like I wouldn't be surprised if those came from like a dance mind because right. they are utterly terrifying. Mm-hmm. Even you know. I, it's impressive to me that before the reveal that this is like a nationwide event when it's just the four of them before they speak before her horrible voice comes out mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. you have to see is the way you move and you're like nope fuck mm-hmm. that no thank you yeah. 
They're amazing. Especially Evan Alex, the young actor who played Jason. The kid. Wow. Wow. I mean, when you think about the physicality of goat that goes into like the opposite role of his playing Pluto, it's like it's kind of I can't really wrap my brain around how someone is able to achieve something like that. And it's also really interesting watching the movie and not thinking about that the entire time until after, like particularly Mm. when it came to when it came to Winston Duke. I felt like I kept looking at Gabe and Abraham like they were played by two completely different actors Mm. for some Mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. Yeah, I agree to that, too. And I think that that shows a lot more as an actor to play two completely different characters in a in a movie for for all of them, too, because, you know, you're not expecting to see more families or more other uh, tethered people out there. You're expecting just this one family. And then once you once the scene happens, when the twins get killed and then they're the, the parents tethered, come out and kill them all. It's like, oh, Oh, like <laughs> yeah. I, I was feeling like, okay, is this like a Night of the Living Day? Is it just in this one town? Okay, so it, it starts off like that. It's the one family. Okay, it's this one isolated incident. It goes to the it goes to the other family. Like, okay, is it the town? Then you see on the news that it's everywhere. And like, whoa, this is a lot bigger. And and it makes it even scarier. It's just the 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 scare the scariness or at least the 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 horror factor of of the tethered loses it. I, it. It lost it a little bit for me when it explained like like this was a whole plan the entire time. Like this was like a government thing that has been going on for a long time. Again, that's just going back to like my issue with the movie overall. I think it would have been much scarier if it was like a worldwide phenomenon and, you know, I think you could have even like done still like the, the holding the hand stuff because that's the last thing that uh, New Peter... Uh, what's her name? Madison... Lupita, oh, the, the young daughter. Madison the, Curry. The, that's the last thing that she sees on the television vision is the yeah. is the hands holding together I, I almost wish like you, that with that whole ending where the helicopters are flying over you see the tether all all the way around i wish like that's all we saw without any explanation because that would have been even scarier like well, way more scary you know a movie that makes me think of i'm surprised you don't know right off the bat i don't usually know anything right. right off the bat oh no well now i'm about to briefly spoil a movie that came out in like 2014 2015 oh the invitation Oh yeah! Oh, that mm. I totally got the invitation vibes frequently throughout this yeah. film. But yeah, that didn't spring to my mind. Just totally. Yes, I should have thought of that. Uh, I, I think it's also the use of red kept calling it to mind for me too. Oh, mm. that actually makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. But yes, I love that vibe, and it makes me very because I always said this about the invitation was that it felt like a wonderful Twilight Zone episode. And seeing this combined with Get Out, I'm like, could there be someone better than Jordan Peele for this? No, there could not. And so much of this is just so beautifully shot where certain like tones and beats are enhanced. It's like the one that you brought up to where um, where Elizabeth Moss and the family is Mm. is killed. Like, look at how he shoots that from the the outside of the house looking in. Mm -hmm. I mean, one, how many horror filmmakers out there would have that kind of restraint to not punch in and show, like, the violence and the brutality? And mm-hmm. it turns out that it was even more sinister and scary showing it from the outside perspective, yeah. too. That, yeah. for some reason, reminded me of the shitty uh, When a Stranger Calls remake. Oh. Uh, the opening scene, uh, before the title sequences, they're at the car. It's sad that I remember this oh, much I of this movie. remember But, that. like, the, the ending of it, you hear the phone call of the babysitter, and then it, it's, like, a wide shot of the house, and you see the upstairs bedroom. The light turns on, and you just see a figure, like, 
like raise a, a, yeah. a knife and then just like hard cut to black. It reminded me of that, but this is much better. <laughs> just want to say that, but like but, a not bad version. Yeah, of that. but not a bad version. Yeah, that outside perspective, as if you're out there and you see something like that. It's almost like, what would you do if you saw some shit? And then of course, right when that happens, the family is walking right up to the uh-huh. thing, and I'm glad that they they sort of just ran into the tethered family almost immediately and not like build that out even more. Uh, I thought that was that was really clever. Yeah. Another thing that I loved about this was the score because one of the first things yeah. that I did last night when I went home is I bought I just bought one track because I gotta I gotta chill on the amount of music I've been mm-hmm. buying lately and the one track that I chose is the actual theme from the movie but the theme that plays over the third act and it's going on my running playlist right <laughs> next to the 2018 Halloween theme. Nice. nice. Oh, that was a good one too. Yeah. Is that is that the uh, that's not the remix version of the? Uh, no, no. Is that the, the, the remix version with the with the I Got Five stuff yeah. in it? No. Oh, that one, I love how I'm like informing everybody about what's available on iTunes, but that is Check only available with the whole album. Oh, okay. <laughs> is the main that. theme the, uh, the chorus like, ha, ha, like the, the like, chorus singing? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Kind of. The opening, it's got the, a mixed in. The title sequence with the rabbits? That's no, that, no, okay, no okay, not never that, mind. not that. It's Which the stuff in the trailer that I'm also... not singing because oh, okay, I, yeah. I can only whistle. I can't sing. Oh, okay. Well, I can't sing either. <laughs> but uh, that, the, yeah, the the score piece at the very beginning, just the op- the opening title sequence as well. It's super simple, but you don't get a lot of that. Uh, where it's just on the rabbits and it's just pulling back. Like it's just super simple. And and it kind of it, it just reminds me of it's like I don't know Hitchcockian I guess where it's just kind mm-hmm. of on one thing and music's kind of blaring. It's like kind of getting you in the mood for what you're about to see and mm-hmm. I and I quite enjoy that too. I'm curious to get your take on this because I've seen some complaints about it. Did you guys have any questions that like you couldn't shake regarding oh how did they get the red uniforms? Where are all the rabbits coming from? Where did they get the scissors from? I thought about that too. I thought about like okay where do they yeah where do they get the scissors? Why are they wearing one glove? Where are the rabbit I mean they explained the rabbits that that could have been just part of the experiment. Uh, that they just made them eat the rabbits, but and they're cheap. They're easy to breed, mm-hmm. probably. And That's easy my to assumption. Eat too. They yeah. reproduce really quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it didn't really bother me. No, no uh, issues with that. Not that. I would like. I'm more fascinated by like what gold scissors thematically mean to Jordan Peele mm. than how they got gold scissors. Yeah. Like that could for I don't know. I, that stuff doesn't really get hung. I don't get hung up on it too much. I, I. Go ahead, <laughs> well, like I, I'm more curious. Like, was that something that they had when they were under government control? Is that a symbol of her rebellion? Like that they somehow got themselves and repurposed? I don't know. I got it. You got it. Let's They're tethered. It. Oh, they want to cut, cut that yeah, tethered. Yeah, that's sure. 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 You know, yeah. especially yeah, when yeah. she uh, the the tethered. What was her name? Red. Was she red? She was red. She was yeah. red. Right. Adelaide when, and red. When she after the exposition dump, she had the two. The two yeah. there, yeah. she, she cut, cut them. Could have been it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely why they have the scissors. scissors. Period. It's about where they got those specific things. But I don't care you know, I for, I for, I've had so many conversations about this movie already. I forget where I was talking about this now. But it's just the idea of like the loss of identity, and and then when they all look the same outside in the real world, seeing one primal trait kind of rise to the top and mm. almost get amplified. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I started to focus a lot less on like because like you know me well enough at this point. If something's not spelled down and I don't know precisely how yeah. everything connects and where every detail came from. Normally mm-hmm. I get hung up on that, but I think I got so hung up on some of the bigger themes here and what it meant mm-hmm. that I, I really found myself 
not thinking about all that stuff. Yeah. Or at least uh, much less than I do usually. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff doesn't usually bother me anyway. I'm not a big plot hole person unless it's a significant plot hole. Mm-hmm. But uh, my my concerns are less with like how did they survive underground and all that and more just like how did the, the actual – I'm a little still hung up I think on making one-to-one connections between text and subtext of the film. And and may, that's probably not necessarily the right way to approach this one as a, it was the right way to approach Get Out. Those yeah. were very much there. Mm-hmm. You could draw direct lines from everything in a very concise way. Mm-hmm. And I've been spending all night like re-going over my notes, looking at the dialogue from nice. the movie and stuff. And like it's just not there yet. Or maybe I haven't like wrapped it all up. That's what I'm getting hung mm-hmm. up on. I can understand that. I really I, – I think – Jordan Peele seems like such a precise filmmaker to me. Yeah. I feel like he's got a Bible that explains every single thing that we know in this that happens in this movie. Just the thing is, it's like, get out, it's one column, and here I think it's so many different columns mm-hmm. operating at the same time. And I don't know, I think it's also one of those things where, just like I said, I had a different experience, view one versus view two. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling I'm going to latch onto something different when I watch it five years from now, depending yeah. on where I am at my in my life, where right. the country is. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a movie that's constantly evolving. And yeah. even though, yeah, I love this movie so much. I will watch it any time of the day. I'll jump right back in now if mm-hmm. I could. I will say I find it frustrating trying to compartmentalize certain themes and really being able to digest them. But mm-hmm. that's like what's making me more excited is that this is the kind of movie to me that's going to stand the test of time and continue to grow with me. And we yeah. don't really get many of those opportunities. No, and especially like I, I think right now, maybe since like 2013, 2014, horror has gotten better and better and better. And especially like it helped it make no excuse me conjuring was like one of the bigger ones that made it more mainstream and then it's get out there certainly was too you're getting filmmakers that actually care about the genre you're not getting some random person that they can hire and kind of boss around or bully around to do you know constant jump scares or anything like that this isn't like a typical horror film like there's thought there's there's effort there's passion you can totally tell that this person is in love with this genre and it's a, it's a great little love letter to like 70s and horror in general i think and um i i like out of anything like i'm glad that we just got like a, a good horror film because i'd hate i hate to like see a bunch of trailers for horror films these days and like you know the trailer could be lackluster and then i hear how dare you then i hear <laughs> that like you know it's like fine or whatever and i have like no interest in to see it but i know i know like can we can I'm in a middle. Can you wrap of, it up? I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm so sorry. Move. I like we the movie. Move. I like the movie. There. Gosh. We just were so turning to an episode of the Witching Hour. Yeah. Every, yes. Yes. We just bang the table the entire Gosh. time. Did you guys catch the uh, the Get Out uh, Easter eggs though? I don't believe that Fruit I Loops? did. Oh, oh I, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that. Yeah. there was another one. I mean, it might have just been the tea at the very. Like, that's part of the uh, the production. Yeah, the, the monkey paw thing. Yeah, yeah. but I, I could have swore there was one other one. I can't remember. <laughs> mm. I did enjoy that. I liked also his approach to straight off the freaking bat. I'm going to acknowledge my influences. Here are six VHS tapes oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that influenced this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that's that. Great. I like that touch too. Mm-hmm. I know this is a really big question, but because of what I said before, now I'm curious to ask you guys and then maybe revisit it a while from now. Walking out of your first viewing of the movie, like what is like the peak thing, the top thing above all else that you are holding on to right now or taking with you more so than anything? Uh, just from the movie in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time you see the Tether family. 
because I was like, well, we're here, but we're doing this. This is like, there's no, okay, we're, we're going right into it because that was the most, I feel like that was the most tension. Um, that and, and the sequence that follows where the family actually breaks into the house. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I was actually really surprised that they didn't sort of build up to it a little bit more. It sort of throws you, God damn it! Now I'm doing it. Uh, and it just sort of it just kind of throws you into it, and then once they sort of kind of explain that explanation's fine. Uh, it, I thought that was like my favorite, uh, especially when they start taking them in different places, and she's like, "Run!" Mm-hmm. because they're they're tethered. They have the same kind of thing. I thought that's so cool, especially the kid trying to do the magic trick the entire time and triggering. And that's what I love too is that the family is smart. They were smart. They, yeah. they weren't like – I mean there's a couple cliche moments. But for the most part, they're almost pointing out certain things. I love go put your shoes on. That yes. Was like, Thank yes. you. I think mm-hmm. one of my favorite conversations of the entire movie was when they were arguing about driving in the kill count. Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was yeah. so that was, funny. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to me. I don't know. That's part of like my thematic read on it is how quickly the family adjusts to violence. Like they're just yeah. hanging out with these dead bodies all around. There's one right in front of them. It's yeah. like ties into the whole – Thing of that we are just as evil as that which yeah. we think is hunting the, us. The daughter kills and they're someone. bragging over the kill counts. Yeah, stuff yeah like, like that. the daughter kills someone and she looks at the brothers. Just, mm, yeah, and yeah, just, yeah, And they just keep going on with it. It's like <laughs> exactly. screw it, we're here. We might as well just you know try to survive. Get yeah. on their level. Yeah. Um, for me, it's I actually think it's we we already talked about it. It's the sequence with the twins and the camera moves outside. Mm-hmm. That that I thought that whole scene. From being punctuated with "fuck the police" to everything about it, it was so great, great. Yeah. so good. Oh, uh, even right before that, when Tim Heidecker's in his couch, and he's like, "I'm in my comfort zone." Yeah. He's like speaking to the audience. I was like, "That's awesome. That's really cool." Yeah, Your favorite uh, the, the the peak moment. Um. I think I'm a little torn between just like the classic home invasion style mm. of like the first big set piece, yeah. but also the the sequence with the uh, the twins, Tim Heidecker and Elizabeth Moss, mainly because that blindsided me so much. Yeah. Like I really didn't see that coming, and it's almost like, I mean, it does speak to a little of what he does in that first home invasion bit, where mm. he just like rips the bandaid off, like it just yeah. happens. Yeah. And I was completely caught off guard. But it's it's also one of those scenes where the camera moves and the blocking is just phenomenal. Like, when you yeah. see her cartwheel through the door frame, mm-hmm. spot on. Yeah. She's freaking cartwheeling on the beach at the very beginning. There are so many little things like that all over the place that you're going to pick up on a second time over. Thematically, though, the one thing that like I've I think I've been obsessing over more than any of the other things I've kind of pinpointed is just like the idea of the. Uh, I guess it's kind of like butterfly effect, but also just like how any little thing we do can change everything. Oh, like yeah. me knocking that over right now. Who knows what that's what that's going to do later, kind of thing. I'm I agree with that being an interesting thought process. I'm curious, like in what ways you see it manifested in the film. In the film, because yeah, it wasn't my thematic takeaway. Well, I mean, the the big most obvious thing is basically the two of them swapping places. Oh, I sure. mean that that's that's absolute number one. But really, every single decision mm-hmm. that they make, because. Whatever they do in real life is always affecting the tether. Yeah. For all, like, again, Elizabeth Moss putting on the, the lipstick every single time they decide to eat a piece of food. And I know it's not reality that we have tethered people that look just like us living underground. But I think that's just a way for him to convey that, like, anything you do and appreciate so, so much in this world, mm-hmm. somebody else is not able to appreciate it the mm. same exact yeah. way. And maybe your choice to spend X amount on this gigantic meal could... 
you know, on another side of the world or mm-hmm. in another corner of this town even be affecting this one individual who just doesn't have as much. And yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, maybe it's because I'm like super sensitive. I have a guilty conscience. I'm always thinking about if I like swat that fly, what happens to the fly's family? Mm. Just that kind of thing really drilled its way into my head. And I was looking for little examples of that all over this film. And it was, it was breaking my heart. It turned us into a very uh, like scary tragedy for mm. me the second time around. It, 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 along with that, when you think about the scene where Lupita Nyong'o's character thinks that her son is missing and she starts screaming for him. On one perspective, when you look at it where you're thinking of like, okay, she had that traumatic experience and you think she's not the tethered at this point. That's scary for her because she doesn't want to lose. She doesn't want the same thing happening to her son. But if you think it from the other perspective as the tethered, that's even more messed up because she's thinking, what if somebody else does that to my son? And that just makes it even more messed up. But but also kind of cool. So two different perspectives right there. Mm -hmm. Also, another thing that my girlfriend brought up yesterday, she was like, do you think you can beat yourself up? And I'm like, oh, mm. you think you guys could beat yourself up? I don't know. Because uh, they seemed more powerful, yeah, right? Yeah, right. They definitely seemed more powerful. I think, like, the bigger thing that uh, I'd have a hard time with. Actually, I don't know. Because also, I'm like, I like I'm, I'm very set in my ways. So mm. I feel like I know my ways. And if I decide to deviate from deviate mm-hmm. from them the slightest bit, that's where I get the upper hand. Yeah. Yeah, it's more, I don't know if I could physically fight myself. I guess, like, <laughs> that's an even match, right? right that's yeah. kind of the thing. So that becomes more interesting to me on a psychological level. Mm-hmm. There's this really fabulous, super underseen film called Coherence, which is like, yes! wow, yes! I have Coherence not heard is such, great. This is like I a 20, yes. 2013 or something. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Coherence is great. And it also has doppelgangers because yes. uh, multiple dimensions start to bleed in on mm-hmm. each other. And anyway, oh, when there's this one guy played by Nicholas Brendan from Buffy, who's like a drunk asshole mess, mm-hmm. and he's like, well... I know that I would try to kill me. Yeah. And that's like such a that's, fascinating that's so thought. Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and that's 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 also shown as an example of when uh the flashes of her dancing and trying to attack Red. Yeah. It's like she's like memorized like the movements. She knows every single time she's gonna attack and trying to outsmart the other. Yeah. It's creepy. It's a, and that cutting back and forth in that particular awesome. that's that's the part of the score that I took by oh, the way okay. that, okay, that that stuff part, but yeah. it's it's so beautiful looking yeah, and it's, it's really so cool. it's so well intercut also mm-hmm. um before we wrap this up are there any final thoughts or I don't know. Um, I've already given out my score, but if you guys want to jump in with a score, you're more oh, than welcome to. Scores, yeah. oh, hmm. You don't have to. There's no pressure in a spoiler review. <laughs> Two thumbs up. That's a classic one. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, one and a half. No. I would go, I'd probably go like, uh, I know, I, I, I quickly, I had one and a half. I'd dwindle down. I'd, I'd say like a, a solid eight out of, t- out of okay. ten. Yeah. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. I can't wait to see it again so I can sort of process it even more so. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to own it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm probably right around in there. I, yeah. I do. This is one I definitely would. I'm so. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Stealing your life right from under you. I. Um, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't know how I would like. I'm so glad that I didn't have to review this out of a festival like Eric mm. did for us because. I will definitely need to see this again mm-hmm. before I finalize any thoughts or near final like not right. even close. I'll probably need four watches before I decide. Yeah. But somewhere around an eight seems about right. I might I don't know any final thoughts on it. It's just it's like a really solid, viscerally effective film and I think that it is a film that has a ton on its mind, but I do think you'd like as a 
it's best to take it on surface level at first, enjoy the ride, and then start thinking about it. If you spend the whole movie like me thinking about mm-hmm. it already, it's not as fun. Yeah, it's a perfect crowd pleaser. Like yeah. audiences are going to eat it up because it's it's so self aware of what's going on, and it's got such a perfect level of scares and sort of levity to fill in those sort of horror voids that yeah. a lot of people you know like to go to horror movies to to sort of have that thrill. And I think you know people are just going to eat it up. I definitely agree. I think one of the major assets in this movie is it can operate on both levels. It can be a surface-level thrill, or you can engage with it and really get caught up in all the themes. I just wish that I hadn't, because then I would have had the experience of enjoying it both ways instead of immediately already Mm -hmm. looking for the twist, seeing it right off the bat, and only getting that one experience with Mm -hmm. it. I I guess now that you say that, I don't think I did that the first time. Mm. What do you mean? I I don't think I was like really like looking for everything the first time around. Or I don't remember myself doing that. <laughs> um, score-wise, though, I find it really interesting. The first time, I gave it a nine. Right now, if I was to re-review it, I would go up to a nine and a half. But oh. again, I'm not going to throw out the window what I said before. I really do think that every single time I watch this movie, at whatever stage of my life, it's going to have a different impact on me. So I think this is one of those cases where, yeah, no matter what, this is going to be a very highly rated movie for me. But yeah. I really do think my reaction and my response is going to change for like a wide variety of reasons. And that's part of the reason why it excites me so much. There are so few films like this out out there. So the it's fact true. that we've got someone like Jordan Peele making crazy original horror movies that are so, so well-crafted, so well-acted, and actually really mean something, damn, it's a good time for this genre. Mm-hmm. I'm glad oh, I meant yeah. to punch the desk that time. And yeah, it they just accident. fixed it, too. You might have, you might have dented it a little bit. Someone oh, erased no. that footage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. That is our spoiler review of Jordan Peele's Us. Haley, Christian, thank you guys so much thank for you. being here. This was wonderful. A huge thanks to everybody out there watching this. Please like and share this video. And also, more importantly, you have seen the movie Us at this point. Chime in. Comment section below. Tell us what you think of the movie overall. And then Add your theories, because this is going to be a very good conversation to be had going forward, and we want to know what you think. We're also going to have so much more coverage on all of the Collider platforms. Check out Collider.com for explainers. Collider Witching Hour's next episode is going to be heavy into us, and there's going to be so much more beyond that. So stay tuned. We'll see you soon.